Welcome to the Insurance Stream. I'm your host, Dave Bowling. Good to be with you today. It is Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. We are talking about how much money you are leaving on the table with your premium finance company, or lack thereof. Today's episode is appropriately sponsored by Capital Premium Financing. You can earn more overrides, get better service. If you want to grow your agency's revenue, if you're looking for better service, if you're spending too much time on cancellations, Capital is where you should be. Go to theinsurancestream.com, click on services for your agency, click on premium financing, and you will get hooked up with those folks over there at Capital. All right, welcome to the Insurance Stream Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Bowling, here today with Ben and Matt with Capital Premium Finance. They are one of the sponsors of the show. We appreciate them uh, for sponsoring the show, and we appreciate them because we actually partner with them on a couple of different levels. And, uh, you know, I've used a few different premium finance companies throughout my career, and I can say without any hesitation at all um, that these guys are the the real deal. They are flexible. They will build custom programs. Um, and that's what we really try to, to partner with on this podcast is um, stuff that's going to help you, the independent agent. So um, again, Ben, Matt, we appreciate you guys uh, being on the show today. And and what we're going to talk about today is the, the money that's being left on the table by the average agent who is not premium financing their own stuff. And you know, you, you've got all these different MGAs, you've got these wholesalers, and they all offer financing. There's a reason they all offer financing, right? Because they're making the points on the interest and, and on the uh, the overrides and things like that. Uh, but you know it, it's convenient for agents, so I think it's easy for us to kind of fall into a trap of just use their financing because it's there, it's built, it's done for us. But you know, there's a couple of extra steps that you can institute inside of your agency um, that really yield big results when it comes to you know the amount of money that you can make for yourself. Um, I we were just talking before the uh, podcast started. And I was, t- was telling you guys that we had, you know, a whole salary of one of our administrators paid for with our premium financing income uh, under the agency that that my wife and I owned, um, you know, years ago. So uh, let's start with a, a little bit. You guys feel free to introduce yourselves, but let's let's introduce Capital Premium Financing um, because you guys aren't the biggest. You're certainly not the smallest. I always say on the show, you guys are kind of in that sweet spot, right? Uh, where you're, you know, not too big, where you don't care, but you're not too small, where you don't have the resources to kind of pull some cool stuff and make some things happen. So, so give us the the thirty thousand foot view of of capital and where you guys came from and and where you feel like you're headed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, capital. We've been in business for about forty years. Um, we just started as a small finance company in, in Boise, Idaho, of all places, and now we're in all 50 states and and, and growing like crazy. Um, top five in the country, uh, probably number three or four, depending on how you measure. And um, yeah, we, we like that sweet spot. Um, we don't want to be too big to, to not care. And I think that's that's an easy thing to happen, um, really, for any company in the industry. And um yeah, so I, I've been with Capital for 18 years. Uh, ben, it's it's been how long, Ben? Uh, Ten. Ten. Yeah, and so it's not our first rodeo on the premium financing. There's some wonderful companies out there, really some great, great premium finance companies, and we love love the opportunity to talk about what makes us different, and and that is one of the things that really does make us different at Capital. Uh, we. We have uh, several different revenue sharing programs. Uh, most most premium finance companies just do add-on points or or something like that, and um, and so we'd love to get into the detail on that because 
the agencies, uh, you're the ones making it happen out there. You need to make as much money as you possibly can on there. And and I think you're you're so wise in saying that, Abe. Of course, they're going to send you a finance agreement. The general agencies, they're making the money on it. And and if you're doing it right, uh, there's there's quite a bit of revenue you can generate as well on that. So, but I mean, in some cases, you know, it might be the best idea to use the general agency's premium finance agreement. You know, Matt and I won't discourage agencies from doing that, especially when you're not financing, you know, more than, you know, $100,000 or, or two um, a year. You know, maybe it makes sense for that added convenience to just use that. But if you're doing more than that, um, um, there are there is lots of money that can be made that isn't being made. And so at least for capital, um, our unique offering, what kind of makes us different is we allow agencies to participate in the financing of their own premiums with us. Essentially, rather than us tapping into our credit lines, we allow the agency to be our bank, to use the money that they're generating from the premium financing as commission, or they're just money that's just laying around that's not working very hard for them. They could put in obviously, Totally optional. You don't need to do it. But the agencies that do, um, they make significantly more uh, revenue in that aspect. Um, you know, and sometimes there's uh, some red flags that go up. Oh, I don't want to use my money for that or whatever. I see how bad my insurance are or something. And, you know, I think it's important to take a pause and look at the industry. Um, premium financing is arguably one of the safest places you could ever put your money. Because yeah. if you think about it, the value of the policy with the down payment is always worth more than the value of the loan. So it doesn't matter if it's the worst insured in the world that's canceling every month or whatever. That return premium, if you do it right, always comes back to pay off the balance of the loan. And so over our 40 years, our loss ratio has always hovered at about one third of 1%. Um, arguably the safest place you could ever put it. Right. And yeah. so once agencies understand that the nature of premium financing, they're actually very excited to, to to participate in these. In my 18 years, I've never seen anybody actually lose a penny on it unless, you know, they didn't collect the damn payment or there was some other breach in the in the finance agreement. And, and you know, our agencies are, are always great to work with on that. They take responsibility for for the mistakes that they make, as as, as do we. Uh, we're not perfect, but we want to be. Um but that's that's uh, that that's really the only losses that it, anybody has ever taken. And you would be taking that loss anyway, whether you're data entry errors. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So, and and we're kind of talking about like a few different layers here. So, um, you know, m maybe there's an agent out there listening that's like, oh, hundred thousand bucks in premium, and you know, I I do about that on my financing, but I'm using MGA or wholesaler financing. Um, and again, like you guys said, the added convenience factor of it, it's super convenient just to use theirs, right? Because it's like, oh, you know, here's your quote, bam, here's your premium finance agreement. All you got to do is send it to the insured and have them sign. Um, so let, let's walk through like like the basic program because, you know, obviously, and, and this is my history before you guys, I won't name the uh, the company that, that we were with before because they started off super great. Um, when we started off in business, they were very flexible. They were very accommodating. Um, and then as, as they grew um, to be massive, uh, maybe I'm giving away who it is. I don't know. But as they grew to be massive, their policies with us they were less and less flexible and, and more and more like, hey, you know, we know we've been doing it this way with you guys for eight years, but now we got to switch and we got to do it this other way because these are the new mandates. And we're like, well, but there's not a problem on our end. So why? You know, and, and so it was it was interesting as that morphed. 
but you know, maybe there's an agent out there that's growing, you know, his or her uh, agency. They've got maybe that hundred thousand dollar mark hit, and and all the other stuff sounds like kind of like Greek or French or Italian or something like that. They're like, I don't understand what you're saying. Let, let's walk through the most basic premise of how an agency can use capital premium finance because basically on the most basic level, and I'll let you guys expand upon it, you you get a login, you log in, you quote the premium finance agreement. If you're doing it right, maybe it takes 45 seconds or a minute-ish to quote. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But then you know, on the most basic, basic level, you're placing the premium financing with your agency through via capital. Uh, and and then you're getting an override on uh, the interest that that insured pays uh, on the premium financing loan. So what does that look like on that hundred thousand dollar mark on yeah. the basic level? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. The, I think I think the first thing to point out is you I mean you're you you ask okay, what what money are are agencies leaving on the table by not yeah. using premium financing? Usually the the option they're getting from the general agency is very generic. Right, twenty-five percent down payment, nine installments. Right, very generic. Whereas an agent, a, a, a you know, an agency of the same size, right, may have a relationship with a premium finance company, and they they trust one another, they under understand each other's business, and that finance company is offering that agency fifteen percent down payments or ten percent down payments and ten installments, and then if they're pitching to the same insured, which option do you think the insured is going to go with? So. Yeah. Hundred percent of the time, they're going to go. I mean, and I know this. This was part of the 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 deal we had worked out with the premium finance company that that we worked with. Is we had reduced down payments, um, not to the point where it diminished. I mean, if there's a minimum earned or something like that on the policy, clearly, obviously, it's in everybody's interest to collect that up front. Um, but yeah, I mean, if 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 you have identical policies and the down payment is lower, you know, unless it's you know some massive company, then then 100 percent of the time they're going to choose lower down payment. Yeah, I mean, and, and on that loan, right? So to say, it's a ten thousand dollar policy, right? So the commission for the agency about a thousand bucks, right? The premium financing commission on that, um, you know, maybe a hundred bucks or two, um, depending on you know on how much they're they're adding on to it. But if you think about it, like, okay, if I don't have a relationship with a finance company and they don't understand my my book, I didn't just lose two hundred bucks; I lost twelve hundred right? Because I wasn't able to sell the policy. Premium financing, the power of having a good premium financing relationship is you can sell more premium, more policies. It's not just the premium financing commission that's important. In, in comparison, it's, you know, it's it's just a fraction of what you're earning on the policy. It's still a good amount of money if you know what you're doing, Yeah. but it's the premium finance, it's the policy commission that a premium financing company helps you get more of. They help you sell more policies. So that's kind of the money that you can. I mean, really, that's a, that's the most significant chunk of the yeah. money you're leaving on the table is not having a good relationship, not providing more aggressive premium financing terms to your clients. You know, and and I would say too, I, I wouldn't wait till you know you're financing a couple hundred thousand or, or over a hundred thousand, because really, if, with a premium finance company like us. You call us, we talk for 20 minutes, and we can set you up with the username and password, better rates and terms. Um, uh, give you all the quoting options and then set you up on these other revenue sharing programs, 20 minutes and it's set the way you want it. You can adjust that anytime in, in, within minutes by a phone call, but you just know that you're, you're set up and ready to go from then on out. So 
you can increase that closing ratio. And whether you're financing 50,000 a year or, or millions a year, you know you've set it up in the best way for, for, for yourself and your agency. Yeah, and allow me to qualify, right? Because I mentioned earlier, you know, if you're financing like less than a couple hundred thousand dollars, you, you, it, it's that you may be tempted to not utilize premium finance. You just use the general agency's option. But again, that's just in, in context of premium finance commission. It may not be sizable, but it again, the bigger chunk is the policy commission. Close rate, yeah. Not earning. Um, yeah. So as far as far as just kind of go through the numbers, we want to we want to be respectful on time here. Sure. Um, I'll just kind of show you kind of a pro forma that we use to kind of help our agencies visualize um, how much you know revenue there really is in kind of the premium financing commission side, right? So this isn't talking about you know offering lower terms, you know lower down payments, more installments. Obviously, that's that's what you want to first establish with a premium finance company when you begin that relationship. Is, how much, you know, what kind of down payments based on my cancellation ratio, how many installments um, are you willing to provide? How low of a down payment, uh, Mr. Finance Company, are you willing to provide for my clients as default, right? That's really the first thing you want to do. But look, once you've established that, here's kind of what, what the revenue may look like. Um, so just in terms of APR, right? Let's say you're financing a million dollars, right? Um, just for Just to help round numbers here. Right. So if you're adding on 2.5% APR, that's about equivalent to 1% of the amount financed. This is just standard add-on commission, right? So the finance company, they say, okay, for this loan, we're going to give you 10% APR, right? The agency says, okay, I want to add on 2.5% for my agency, right? So then the end APR to the insured is 12.5%, right? That's what that equivalents to, um, to the agency. You know, just a, a, a quick point on that. There's there there are some agencies. I, I'd say probably about twenty percent of agencies that are they'll say, well, we don't want to put on any add-on points. Um, we're, we're making enough on the commission, and I love that. It's noble. I, I think those agencies are have great integrity, right? But in all reality, the finance company just increases the rate on their end to make it at the market rate, right? And and. So a lot of time, even though a lot of times, even though it's a noble approach and 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 I admire the integrity, finance companies naturally fall within the market. And so whether they're making it or the finance company's making it, it's not really saving the insured that much. Somebody's yeah. making it, you know. Yeah. Just so you know, I mean, some agencies, this is kind of the average that we see, right? Some agencies are doing this, right? Where they're just throwing on the APR because they're telling the insured, listen, I want you to pay this in full. Right. Um, and if they do finance, you know, I'm having to manage your loan. I had to get all the paperwork organized for you. They feel justified in yeah. paying, generating a fee for that. And really, if this isn't like a home loan, right? This is a 12 month, yeah, more like 10 month loan. Yeah, I was right? going to say nine or 10, really. And and for those of you watching or for those of you listening on the podcast, um, go to the insurancestream.com, click on uh, video episodes because we're, we're going through this Excel spreadsheet right now. Um, and the commission rate, we had 2.5 points uh 2.5 percent tacked on that was about ten thousand a little over ten thousand you go up to ten thousand obviously that's forty thousand that's a you know there's your administrator there's your at least a part-time person right um so you know you're you're talking about at this point in time just on the um the override on the premium financing you're leaving somewhere between you know ten thousand one hundred seventy five dollars and forty thousand dollars on the table if you're if you've got a million dollars that you're financing 
or if you're in a contract relationship with a premium finance company um, that is not giving you overrides or not flexible with the amount of overrides they're willing to share with you, uh, then, you know, yeah, you're still leaving that ten to $40,000 on the table <clears throat> if you're doing a million dollars in financing. I think, and not to detract from this, but one of the things you guys really pride yourself in that I see results with is the lack of cancellations. Walk me, because that was something that with our you know, previous uh, finance company relationship uh, that we we had to handle basically. I mean, they, they, at some point in time, they ended up coming up with, uh, you know, this text message reminder type stuff. Um, but, you know, we found that when the carrier was doing it directly, whatever system and process they had in place uh, through their finance company, you know, they resulted in much lower cancellation rates than the, pre the premium finance company that we were doing uh, that we were working with. So we ended up investing probably too much agency time um, in, you know, being proactive to not have these policies cancel. Tell me about why capital is different in that respect. Yeah. Um, so capital, that's, that's one of the other things that really make us unique. We call it capital touch, right? Um, where we essentially are babysitting our clients for you. Uh, the ones that are not paying on time, right? You're, you're tired of, Having to say, oh my gosh, they're late on the payment again. If their payment, I mean, if they don't pay their, you know, installments, the policy is going to cancel. I'm going to have to fork back commission. Nobody likes doing that, right? Um, so, or, or sometimes worse than that, right? Like you get the whole process, the cancellation started, and then they end up paying it, and then it goes back into force, and then you got to reverse everything you just did administratively speaking to get ready to. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it just it just you know piles on the administrative work for the yeah. agent. Right. Um, so most finance companies will do this. They'll send this and they'll send this. Right. So they'll, they'll send the monthly bill. And then 10 days after the payment due date, um, or more like five days, usually, they'll send a notice of intent to cancel. Like, hey, we're going to send this. But it's usually in the mail. Yeah. Right? They send a mailed invoice um, um, to the insured. What we do at Capital is instead, at that time that that notice is sent, that notice of intent to cancel, we call the insured 10, five, and three days prior to cancellation. We, we do a phone call, um, automated. If they're smaller loans, if it's over 25 grand, we're making personal phone calls uh, on those, those uh, loans to the agency and to the insured. Um, and then let's say after all that, we still don't have success, right? Then we are reaching out to the agency with a three-day notice saying, listen, we failed. We tried, right? Uh, we did everything we could. Here's notice that it's going to cancel in three days. Do whatever you can to get the insurer to make payment to us. We just we do everything we can to not allow that to cancel. And just by us doing this, we prevent about ninety seven percent of non payment cancellations company wide. It's it's significant. It's crazy given the industry. Uh, you know the not non standard insurance that's going through premium financing to to have a cancellation ratio of about three or four percent is phenomenal. It's insane. So, yeah. So big difference. Big difference. Yeah. Um, so so in addition to your accounts not canceling, right? Um, again, you mentioned the 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 amount of money that people are leaving on the table there, right? Between the ten thousand and the forty grand. Just just to put this in context, right? Really, the premium finance commission is usually about you know ten percent of what the policy commission is. So so in actuality by not having a relationship with the finance company and negotiating kind of those aggressive financing terms that you can provide, it's more like a hundred grand of policy commission that you're leaving on the, on the table, potentially a million dollars of policies you could have bound 
had you had good premium financing terms in place. So I, th- I see three buckets of money. I see one bucket of money of the commission you're leaving on the table because your down payment stinks. I see a second bucket of money that you're leaving on the table because you're not you know, getting uh, either an adequate amount or any amount at all of the um, premium financing commission uh, from, from the interest. And then the third bucket of money that we're talking about is the number of non-pay cancellations that you go through and chargebacks that you're paying and administrative costs that you're paying associated with all those duties. Um, am I missing any? Is there a fourth bucket of money somewhere? Or is that pretty much the three big ones? We, we, yeah, we have some more buckets of money we want to talk about with the rest yes. of these. But, you know, that that's nailing it. Um, yeah. you know, I, I think on, on the basic level, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, fr- from an agency's perspective, the thing that, that is really hard sometimes, and, and anybody would, would fall for it, but, um, you know, it, just like it is on an insurance policy, there, there's so much more to uh, just the price of the premium, right? Um, yeah. And and premium finance companies fall into that same place. I mean, we we can throw out a sexy APR, um, and and finance companies do that, but then their grace period isn't half as long, their terms stink, and um, their cancellation ratio is terrible because they don't do anything to help prevent those cancellation ratios. And so there's there's just a lot more to consider than a cheap rate, right? And I don't want to say that or, or come across in a way where you know we're trying to argue to not be competitive. You have to be competitive on rates, but um, we, we'd love to tell you about these other buckets uh, just yes. just real quick. Um, yeah, yeah. But maybe, perhaps in the, in the interest of time, uh, is how, how are we doing, Abe? Uh, how, how- we're, we're okay. We're we're a little bit over what our standard is, but I think that this this makes sense to talk about because you've you've got these other. I wanted to kind of start it off on the simplest level for agents maybe that aren't really using it but now now let's jump into um uh you know yeah this other stuff that that you've got here because these are like a whole whole other reservoirs of money that we haven't even touched go ahead Matt. i like to show the potential on these you know it's fun to like max out what you can put into the flex account and the max account but we'll try and be as brief as possible but uh, other premium finance companies pay add-on points that's great that's just kind of the standard we have a delayed funding um, revenue. So from the date of the effective date until the date where we disperse funds, we pay uh, an interest bonus to the agencies on that. A lot of times we have 15, 20, 25 or more days before we, we need to disperse funds. We guarantee that it's there on time. But as any good finance company would, we don't pay it immediately. We wait as long as we can because there's there's interest to be made on that, right? So that's a contract funding participation program. We also have the flex and the max accounts. Um, the flex account, we it's a, it's a liquid account. Uh, you can put money in, take it out tomorrow. There's there's no fees, no commitments, no penalties. Um, right now, that's paying over six percent. It's compounding monthly. Um, what our agencies will do is they'll take their standard agency commissions and their delayed funding revenue, the contract funding, and they will automatically dump that into their flex account on a monthly basis. And it just grows and grows and grows the compounding interest. Um, and we have agencies that have hundreds of thousands of dollars in their flex account, and they haven't put a penny of other funds other than revenue generated from premium financing. Yeah, just just to and just to clarify here, so for these, this breakdown right here, this is only the agency using Minimum. that it's generating from the premium financing. Yeah. Um, so this 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 example agency hasn't put in any of its own money, right? This is the amount of, of money that you typically generate with another finance company, right? 
you know, this just this, you know, $10,000, this is how much you would generate with capital just by rolling in that revenue into those co-funding accounts, right? So almost 30% more revenue. Well, and this is just immediately. So like, like if you were to scroll up, Ben, and let's max out that flex account, how much money you could put into that flex account. So you can see that um, if, if you're working, doing this program for a couple of years, yeah, yeah, put $390,000 in that. Let's put, just because it will be shared between the max, I'll put 350. Yeah. Um, because this isn't uncommon. Agencies over time, it just builds up and gets bigger and bigger. They they can set up their own personal flex accounts if they want to. Um, and I mean, where else? I, I call it the best in-between investment uh, account you could possibly have because where else are you making the six and a, six and a quarter or whatever it is that's liquid, right? Um, what we like to show what the maximum amount is in, in, on these because when you scroll down to the bottom, it's kind of fun to do a side-by-side -side comparison. With almost every other finance company, the standard agency commissions, yeah, you made 10 grand in the year. But if you're fully participating in, in all the programs, um, 38,000. Um, and that's not uncommon to make two or three times as much as what they were making on the same rates, same terms. Yeah. Is what the and so most of our, I mean, the agencies that really get this, right, even if they aren't financing a, a ton, they're like, I'm going to max out those accounts, right? Because I mean, and is I, that the max for that, for the. So we, so we're regulated by the FDIC. So we have to abide by those laws and regulations. We can't take more money from an agency than it takes to actually finance their book. So on an annual basis, to finance a dollar of premium, it takes about 40 cents to finance that dollar, right? Because you have payments coming in throughout the year, you have disbursements going out. And so it averages around 40 cents. That's outstanding for that year to finance that dollar. So it's about 40% of the amount that the agency finances is how much they can put in. So, you know, around 400 grand. Right. For this example agency. Got it. Right. Okay. That makes so, sense. Yeah, it's so kind of fun to see that. I mean, per million financed, if you're really maxing it out, you can you can make between thirty and forty thousand dollars. Well, I mean, and that's only if you're charging that two point five percent override, right? So, what happens when we go up and we put in ten? Yeah, yeah, then that's bumping that up, right? You're and going. It compounds everything else, or just yeah. You know, I mean, you're seventy. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're throwing it in, it, it's compounding. But since we're putting in this this lump sum, right? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but 100%. yes. Uh, an average is two and a half. Um, I mean, that, that's what we see as an average. But, you know, the, yeah, there are agencies that will add quite a few more points on it. And I, I get where they're coming from. They they don't want it to be financed. They, they want it to be paid in full. So there's even less cancellations and less headaches, you know, and yeah. we don't we don't push anybody, anybody in any direction. Um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, again, if you're even just doing the 2.5% APR, I mean, that's, that's your annual company party. That's a, that's a company retreat, right? Yeah. Those, that could be bonuses for a couple of your employees. Like it, it makes an impact. Um, and again, we're, we're just talk, talking about premium financing commission here. We're, we're, we're not, we're not oh, talking yeah, about the first talking. bucket. Yeah. Bucket one, not, not commissions or anything else. Um, how do agents get a hold of you guys? So they're like, okay, you know what? I want to talk more about this. Where do they go? Yeah. Just go to capitalpremium.net. Um, that's our website. You can fill out a web form and just request somebody to reach out to you. Um, we'd love to, we'd love to, to chat, to talk and follow us on social media, uh, yeah. Instagram, 
all those places. Uh, just look us yeah, up. Right on the front page, they can say, I want to, I want to make more money. I want better technology, whatever it is that they're looking for. And we'll have somebody reach out to them with, uh, within a few hours. Absolutely. Um, or as we say every week, go to the insurance click on services for your agency and click on premium financing. That'll get you right over to you folks. Well, fantastic. Yeah, look at that. What, what are you looking for? More revenue, fewer cancellations, easier quoting, better rates and terms, better service. Do people not click all those boxes when they connect with capital? Sometimes <laughs> they not be like, you know, I'm not looking for more revenue. I'm just looking for care about easier so quoting. It's a trick. They're, those are trick questions. Yeah, right? Like, who's not looking for all that stuff? <laughs> the heat map is pretty funny on the website. I'll just is say it? That. That's yeah. that is in, I would be interested to know what that looks like just purely from a marketing perspective that would be fascinating. Uh Ben, Matt, thank you both so much. Appreciate it. Uh you know, next time let's talk about uh interest rates because that's a whole discussion that you and I have had and a lot of agents I think get get caught up on that. So um let's let's talk about that next time because I think that there's a whole way to view the interest rates when it comes to premium financing to completely shift the insured's view of what does this interest rate mean for me for this policy? It's not your credit card interest rate. It's not. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of tricks on that. It'd be fun to talk. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Next time. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.